turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. May 20th. I feel like I've been doing this show for about four months in a row because I've been doing this show, oddly enough, for about four months in a row without a day off. I know it's not exactly digging ditches or picking up groceries for someone, but it is interesting to watch how the market has gone from we were rocking higher to COVID-19 to COVID-19 not that big of a thing to COVID-19 a really big thing to March pulling back to April snapping back to where are we in May? This week in May, that's the funny thing about this. What a wild freaking week this was. The three weeks that preceded it were heavy earnings weeks. And yes, they had moves. They were a little bit more one direction, either up or down, sometimes sideways. But this market move feels kind of crazy. Strong week, strong week, strong. Dow jumps 300 points as Wall Street's wild week continues. Um, a little bit more earnings information uh, from the first quarter, and then that's going to about wrap it up this week. There'll be a little straggler. Some people have funky mid-quarter updates, but the earnings news should be dead for about 45, 50 days. Now, keep in mind, in about 30 days, we'll start seeing companies say, well, the quarter's not going like we want it to, so we're going to lower our numbers a little bit. They won't say that. They'll say, we're tightening our guidance. And it'll tighten on the lower end, or they'll tighten it on the higher end, and you know things are going okay for the first two months. You get the idea. Dow jumps 300 points, lows, i.e., we're not. Um, Home Depot is having an interesting day. Again, earnings driven. Oh, man. Every now and then I see a Trump tweet come through my tweet deck. And I'm like, I wonder what this is going to say today. Some wacko in China, from Donald Trump tweet, some wacko in China just released a statement blaming everybody other than China for the virus, which has now killed hundreds of thousands of people. Please explain this to this dope that it was the incompetence of China and nothing else that did this mass worldwide killing. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know how I want to feel about that one. Back to Lowe's. Lowe's is helping to market sentiment. Same store sales increased for the first quarter, 11.2%. That's stunning. You stop and you scratch your head and you think, like, what are some COVID plays? And you think, obviously, about the pharmaceuticals. You think, obviously, about the healthcare companies. You think, obviously, about uh, video games. You think, obviously, but you go, home improvement? <clears throat> A lot of people are single. And they're going out and getting stuff for garden. A lot of people are married, and they're going out and getting a lot of stuff to paint in the kids' rooms. You know, they're they're staying busy. I thought that was kind of cute. I saw a dad uh, 
paint his both his kids' rooms because they're kind of locked up at it. And he's trying to say, well, let's do something together. Weekly mortgage applications point to a remarkable recovery in home buying. Uh, I was talking with Tony Mendez from Bay Area Loan Source yesterday. And uh, he's talking, people are, are pumping, pumping through mortgages at this point in time. Purchase volume was just 1.5% lower than a year ago. A rather stunning recovery from just over a month ago when purchases were down 35% annually. Mortgage applications to purchase a home rose 6% last week and the previous week. He and I talked, and he's like, you know, there's incredibly record low rates. And he's like, I'm not even going to try to tell you to get a, a refi because he did one you know, two years, three years ago. And you're close. You could benefit, but I know that the cost will kind of eat you up a little bit in your head. So even though I would save money in the long term, I'm starting to the age where I don't always want to refi if it's just a marginal difference. And that's just a psychological thing and not a financially smart thing. 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. This is pretty interesting. CBS came out, Viacom CBS. They're giving us some color on the economy, in my opinion. Their shares have uh, bounced 20% over two days. They reported first quarter results. Investors seem to cheer the fast growth in streaming. CBS is one of those companies that their streaming strategy seems a little bit, eh, not the best. You get Netflix, tons of shows, constantly updated shows, um, $9.95 a month. You get Disney, kids' movies, superheroes, you get it. CBS is like, well, <clears throat> let's take our time on this one. And they have. So they've set up what's now the number one free TV streaming service in the United States, Pluto TV. It's not a bad service. It's, it's kind of funky. Because it seems like they've licensed content from the 80s and 90s. Like, hey, anyone want to watch the A-Team? No, not really. The original TV show with Mr. T? No, I, I can live without it. It's like, hey, it's on Pluto TV. Maybe I'll watch that. You're like, whoa, it's that, it's that kind of shoddy old TV. But it's the number one growing 55% year over year. And they said live sports will return to TV in June. Obviously, it's going to be interesting to watch how this plays out. A lot of golf, I would imagine. PGA Tour golf starts on June 11th. The NFL announced their fall schedule. They're optimistic it'll return. So I guess we're going to be watching golf this coming week or in the weeks to come. Um, Paramount Film Business. They give kind of an interesting update on that. In the first quarter, they had Sonic the Hedgehog. It turned out to be a very significant hit. Right before the crisis, they premiered but did not open A Quiet Place 2. It's tremendous buzz. That first movie was kind of fun. Eh, for a horror movie slash stupid two-hour time kill. <clears throat> With that said, they got something in the pipeline. And Wall Street is kind of cheering it today. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Yesterday, I talked about NVIDIA. They are reporting their April financial quarter after the close of trading on Thursday. Um, they're a company that has a lot of events tied towards new product in between the quarter because people get excited by that. So their quarterly review of their earnings, never all that exciting. They seem relatively immune to COVID-19 related issues. They might be benefiting it from gamers stuck at home and looking to upgrade their rigs. 
when a company like an NVIDIA reports, you pay attention. They're a semiconductor company that's got the same market valuation as Micron or as Qualcomm um, and AMD all combined. So in the world of semiconductors, Qualcomm, specialized cell phone semiconductors, a lot of patents, Micron DRAM and AMD, the true legitimate competitor to NVIDIA. Um, But yet again, NVIDIA is bigger than Micron, Qualcomm, and AMD if you combine them all. It shows you that they're a strong company or a big product company. I think that's what I want to say, and I'm sticking to that. So Lowe's moving 5.7% higher, target higher. They both beat on top and bottom line estimates. Oil prices are higher, again, kind of a proxy for, uh, we think there's going to be more driving in the coming weeks. The Grand Tetons and Yosemite are crowded with people now, as parks have reopened. No one is wearing a mask. Um, again, I'm not picking a side on mask wearers versus ma- not mask wearers. I'm going to let other radio hosts tell you what to do and not to do with that. I'm just going to talk about the economic recovery issues and investing issues. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. CNBC is reporting positive COVID-19 data in states that have reopened earliest. Georgia hospital admissions are down 34% since May 1st. Florida positively, positively, um, I guess that's people who've tested positive, right, is now below 2%. So CNBC saying these states, they're not seeing a spike in hospitalizations. They're not seeing a spike in deaths. Now, yesterday we saw one of the data healthcare data reporters from Florida basically say that she got fired, taken off her job because she wanted to report the true data and not what they wanted us to show you. I don't even know what to make of that. How am I supposed to analyze that for you? It's so much easier to analyze Lowe's. Lowe's had a really good outperformance, especially compared to um, Home Depot. But they also had an easier year-over-year comparison. They had just modest revenue growth. But when you look inside the company, you're like, whoa. It was a good year-over-year number, which is nice. It's not trending negatively. Um, They say that adding an extra $2 an hour for wages is going to cut into expenses. When I hear that, it it always makes me go, oh, that's kind of sad. $2 an hour shouldn't mean that much materially to a company. Then you go, well, they do have a lot of employees. Uh, but, okay, they have put people back to work and they're paying taxes. They're not living off of COVID relief payments, right? So you kind of start seeing all this, but some of it you tend to grit your teeth, grind your teeth through. Casino stocks are doing well, again, telling us that travel is right around the corner or the expectation that travel is around the corner. And National Gaming, MGM, Boyd's, Wynn Resorts, Las Vegas Sands, Caesars. They're all up like, listen to this, like 3% and 4% and 8% and 10%. 
And I'm only saying that because the market's not up that much. So where there's speculation, the speculation is saying, we think the economy must be opening soon enough. And that's why these stocks are starting to get the head start over the stock market. It's kind of goofy when you think of it that way. Um, 800-516-1228 to get your calls on the air. Stocks are rising nicely. Dow's up 1.6%. The S&P 500 up 1.7%. The NASDAQ up 1.8%. Again, one of the things that just, it, I throw it out there to show you that you can't really listen to experts too, how should I, how we say with, you got to listen with a broad ear and not with a, um, like, I just want to hear that one thing. So you have to dismiss a lot. No one that I know is betting on a V-shaped recovery, and yet Wall Street looks like a V-shaped recovery is coming. Is it the millennials rushing in wanting a V-shaped recovery, but not knowing that it's going to be tough to pull off? I don't know how tough it's going to be to pull off. Here's my question to you, and this will tell me how easy it is to pull off and or not. Um, Southwest Airlines is giving away a deal right now. Let's see if you're going to bite. Let's see if you're going to say, you know what? That sounds like a pretty good deal. You earn two times your rapid reward points that you typically would get. And you can do $49 fares on top of that. Uh, Listen to this. Like They've got a picture. I, I, I think it's the Grand Tetons. My knowledge of national parks is limited in scope. But in their email, they're like, the freedom to hope, to plan, to dream. That's playing on my, I've been locked up way too damn long mentality, right? I want to hope. I want to plan. I want to dream. And I see the pictures of Grand Tetons. Two times the points and $49 fares to nice locations. You interested? What's going to get you off your couch and into an airplane this spring? Is it still spring? Kind of. For a little bit longer. This summer, what's going to get you off your couch? On an airplane? I know. Gas prices have started moving back up. It's well expected the Memorial Day weekend. People are going to be driving to the Grand Tetons in Yosemite. But when will we fly? Good question. No. Yes. C. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money investing and more. Um, the Trump administration gave a drug-making contract worth up to $812 million to a small Virginia firm founded less than six months ago. Does that not kill you? Not, let's not even get political. Let's just say this could be any administration over the last six or seven, ten presidents. Trump administration gave a drug-making contract worth up to $812 million to a small Virginia firm founded less than six months ago. Its mission, which echoes Trump's rhetoric, is to reduce foreign imports by manufacturing drugs totally in the United States. Its founder, Dr. Eric Edwards, has a checkered history which involves hiking prices by up to 600% on some drugs that people wanted and needed. Hmm. I just don't like the... I used to think that it was taxpayers' money that was uh, funding maybe a friend of the administration. 
And now I'm just like, they're just printing money and giving it to their friends. <laughs> Who's going to pay these taxes? Because there's, there's not enough money in the United States in the next hundred years to pay these taxes. So we just print the money. F-35 fighter jet crashed in Florida. Pilot safe. No lockdown in Sweden. Um, and now Sweden has recorded the most deaths in Europe. They had this kind of fun idea. Let's just protect the old people. Let's, you know, lock and chain the uh, old people up. And then their old people started dying. So it's interesting how every country has a slightly different approach and how every state has a slightly different approach. It it makes me wonder, are we really in the 21st century? (laughs) 800-516-1220, demand for rentals in the Hamptons is soaring here. um, The the concept here is there is going to be a snapback. Companies like Airbnb are clearly decimated, but the business models that they have, as decimated as they were going into COVID, they have some opportunities to really throttle coming out. Demand for rentals in the Hamptons is soaring. Um, So there's some pent-up demand. The V-shaped recovery will hit some sectors for sure, but are you ready to get on a plane? The V-shaped recovery will hit some sectors for sure, but are you ready to sit down at a casino table and touch dirty cards that someone else has touched? (laughs) Have you ever been in a casino and someone walks in and you're like, wow, where did this person come from? They look like they're from that Joe Dirt movie. You're like, whoa. You want them touching your cards? Oh. And then when baseball comes back, there's going to be no uh, sunflower seeds, no spitting, no tobacco. Are we ready for this world, ladies and gentlemen? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Questions, drop them to me at rob at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Yesterday, I was talking a little bit about gold and silver. And I made mention that I don't really care for either war. I talked about how gold is pretty and you make jewelry out of it. And pirates back in the day wanted the pieces of eight and the, you know, the scurvy and the pirates and the gold coins and the. Uh, gold doesn't have that allure to me. I'm an investor. I look at copper, and I don't even invest in copper, but I I would potentially do a trade on copper if I thought we were going to come out with, say, a big infrastructure push. We're going to build bigger buildings. We're going to build stronger bridges. We're going to build more airports. I I would look into copper. But someone had the audacity to send me an email and attack my knowledge Because he's listened to a commercial about gold. Gold is a great storage of wealth. Going back to the age of the Greeks, could Socrates be wrong? Yes, Socrates was wrong on gold. Silver was, and this guy, he he kind of viciously attacked me, which I love. I'm fine with. I'm glad that you're thinking on your own. But in this case, and I'm not going to say his name, you're an idiot. Financial moron. Beyond stupid. Because he's quoting the Greeks. We don't live in Greek society anymore. 
So he, he's a fan of gold and silver. He's bought into the marketing message. And the marketing message isn't necessarily the right thing for you. The marketing message sometimes in like life insurance is, do you love your family? Would they be okay if you, the breadwinner, died? And you're like, I love my family. What's going to happen if I die? Then you need this overpriced life insurance, even though if you look over there, you can get term life, but don't look over there. Buy this whole life insurance. It'll cover you for your whole life or until COVID takes you. That marketing message, is, it's, it's awesome. It's wrong. You should obviously protect your income. Your family needs that. You, eh, they could probably find another patriarch. They could find, probably find another guy you could do math problems with the kids. But your income is important, so you protect it. The message is wrong when they're telling you, do you love your family? You need whole life insurance. No, if you love your family and do want to protect your income, you need term life. It's cheap. Because they know the math that, you know, after a blood test and after looking at your weight, they're like, hey, probably going to die at 77. And you know what's weird? When you're 76 and you're about to have your 77th birthday, you're going, I remember 30 years ago that insurance guy said I was going to die at 77. Boom, you're dead. So sometimes the message is awesome, but the execution's poor. Term life's better than whole life or variable life insurance. No matter what marketing message tells you, whole life's better. The one that got me yesterday was a guy basically attacking me on gold and silver. I don't think anyone under the age of 50 needs gold or silver. I don't think anyone under the age of 100 is really benefited from gold or silver. How's that? Silver was $18.42 an ounce in January of 1917. Yesterday, it sold for $17.47 an ounce. A big gain of absolutely nothing. In 100 years, it hasn't gone up. Now, in a period of time, it's gone up and it's gone down, but it's gone sideways ultimately. And if you factor in the cost of inflation, you've lost significantly by holding that storage of value. Let's take a look at gold over the last 100 years. It actually looks a little bit better, but not by much. Um, so gold hasn't done anything in 40 years. Now, 100 years ago to 60 years to 40 years ago, it, it had some nice move. But once the 80s hit, so you have to go back to Ronald Reagan's first term or Jimmy Carter's last day in office to say, uh, gold's gone nowhere. Gold has gone nowhere in 40 years. Now, if you're investment life, let's say you're from zero to 20, you're a young man. You're enjoying the sunshine and baseball and you're falling in love with a young woman and you're etching your name and her name into a tree or into cement, marking your love. Mm. Now, you got to be careful on falling into, I know what's right. And just because the ancient Greeks did something doesn't mean you should do it. Just because Socrates is known as an ancient Greek does it, and known as one of the wisest men of all time, doesn't mean that what was, it wasn't a store of value. They didn't have printing presses. They couldn't print dollars. They're like, it's shiny nugget money. Spotify did something yesterday that was interesting, but not, not mind-blowing. Spotify signed Joe Rogan 
to strengthen its position to eventually become a key aggregator in the podcast space. Spotify is already the clear leader in music streaming. Apple stopped disclosing its music streaming users, while Spotify is growing unabated. Podcasting continues to blow up and is under-monetized at this point in time. Spotify can increase user growth and monetization by targeting ads and exclusive podcasts with a star like a Joe Rogan. Think of Spotify as the Netflix of audio streaming is probably the best way of doing it. Is it for you? Having a hit podcast is its definitely growing. Um, but does that suddenly put Spotify on the same level as an investment as Apple? Two very different companies, right? In more positive news, and this is kind of an interesting one to me, yesterday we heard that Moderna had some positive antidotal results that the market ran with on a COVID antibody um, increase from the vaccination testing that they're doing in phase one. The only problem is, as I speculated on Monday, is it wasn't really concrete data. It was anecdotal data. And as they move on, maybe that anecdotal data will start including some negatives into the world. But listen to this. Now, that's positive news. And stock went crazy this week. And then they decide, we're going to issue shares because the stock went crazy. And now we can have access to $1.3 billion. That's never necessarily a good thing for investors. It's not necessarily a bad thing. They diluted shareholders. They got a ton of cash in the process. What do they do with the cash? If they waste it, it was bad for shareholders. If they use it to grow their business or develop a better pipeline or to to invest in manufacturing, maybe it's great. But this shows you how crazy it is out there. And this, I'm just throwing it out, not to confuse you, but to show you, I'm not exactly going to put my money into, onto one vaccine. Maybe like a Bill Gates say, I'm going to invest in eight potential vaccines. Here's the company, ticker symbol INO, Innovia. It's the latest company to report positive coronavirus vaccine results. Preclinical data demonstrating robust neutralizing antibody and T-cell immune responses against coronavirus SARS-CoV-2. INO4800 targets the major surface antigen spike proteins of SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19. Uh, you know your day sucks when you have to go back and take a biology and chemistry class to talk about what you're going to do with your money. We're not in the best position. But again, another company that has seen some positive responses in mice and guinea pigs. Do you ever feel bad for that guinea pig? Guinea pigs are so much cuter than mice. And we're pumping them full of our drugs to make sure that we'll live, but they may not. I know you're saying, don't get all sentimental. You know that steak that you eat has a cow on a face on the other side of it. I know, I know. GoPro is still in business. GoPro is one of those companies that comes out with press releases and I never give a darn. When they come out with an earnings release that shows, I don't know even what GoPro can show. They've got a lot of patents. That's great. But when it comes to waterproof light models in the dark um twice as far better batteries it just feels like press releases to me and i don't necessarily feel that we're getting a sticky product um 
and again, some of their camera mounts and cameras, it's got a robust magnetic swiveling clip. That sounds awesome, but is it investable in that? So I guess what I'm asking you is do yourself a favor and really push yourself to say, is this a press release or is this going to materially affect audience? I don't know if you're always going to come up with the right answer, but at least you're asking the right question. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The S&P 500 has rebounded 35% off its lows, yet sentiment and participation remain atrocious in the market. It could put professional investors. You know how I started the show by saying, this isn't. we don't think it's going to be a V-shaped recovery, even though the stock market thinks it's going to be a V-shaped recovery. Now, here's the problem. Financial professionals who don't think it's a V-shaped recovery, and then the stock market V-shapes recovers, they're like, wait, I was thinking you, so I'm still back. I'm still down. I'm still waiting to get back in. And then they can make a mistake and jump into the market. They could have been right in their principles. It looks overvalued. It looks like it's come too far too fast. Economic data is not supporting this. It goes up another 10%. They panic. They jump in. And then there's a correction. So when you have a market that's under-participated in, it creates a sense of drama for the people who have under-participated in it. Don't be that person. Try to kill the drama. I hate drama. Yesterday was a very dramatic day for me. Maybe I'll tell you about it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. I know you have choices. I think we will eventually get back to normal. I don't know what it'll look like in the process of getting us there. I know that we are opening up the country and reopening has to happen. But do we have good testing? Do we have good procedures to get people back? Um, That's about as far as I get into this whole COVID thing at this point in time. Let other people tell you what to do. But Fed Chairman, Dallas Fed Chairman, Dallas Fed presidents, excuse me, is the right way of saying that. He's the head of a bank, and essentially they call it all of the Dallas area. And that may include most of Texas. Like there's one that is the head of Richmond, Virginia, which is it kind of goes to northern Virginia down to the Carolinas. You get the idea. Um, he's doing an interview today, and he's saying reopening has to happen. But he's talking about, like, let's do it safely. He's also, and you're like, you're a banker. Why are you telling me about mask or no mask? I know, like, right? Everyone has an opinion right now. But he, he said something kind of interesting. Where I want to hear him talk is the economy. And his quote is, people will not fully engage with the economy until they feel safe. I've probably spent more money in the last three weeks as I'm like, I'm starting to get pent up, cooped up. My mind's starting to go, I want to get out. I'm getting grumpy. You're grumpy this morning? No. Um, but people are not fully engaged. I, I, I underline that when I saw that. Um, because that's the 2019 us. And when will we get back there? If you don't see that as a random question, it's not. Think about how many people you know that are like, oh, my kid, 
he's sick. He's staying home today. Like, he's not sick. He just fooled you. Oh, my kid. My kid's not going to hang out with other sick kids. And like, my kid's not going to get a vaccination. My kid's going to get a vaccination. My kid's going to get two vaccinations. I know people that wanted to get a second flu shot this year because they said that it may be – we're starting to learn more and more and more in science, or we think we do. I don't even know. But once you get your flu shot in September, they're like, well, maybe this is this is a late-hitting flu. So some of the effects will have worn off. So you get another flu shot. I know people that wanted to do two flu shots. And then COVID happened. They're like, I'm just going to stay home. <laughs> right? Okay, so Fed chairman, not again, I do that, Dallas Fed president. I need to day off people. Um, Robert Kaplan, he also said it'll probably take more fiscal action to grind unemployment rate down. We have not hit the high of unemployment. And we're already starting to talk about what's it going to take to grind it down. I think people would say anything under 10%, we feel a lot better about than 20% unemployment or 25% unemployment. What are we at? 15% right now with data getting worse since last release. So we're going above 15%. With that said, what's it going to take to get to grind down unemployment? It's not going to be V-shape. Anyhow, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I was doing a little bit of media work and media research and I was trying to figure out the levels of engagement. We know the levels of engagement in Twitch, which streams video of people playing video games. We know the level of engagement's gone up since since uh, lockdown. We know that more people are watching CBS online since lockdown. So you try to get that same concept, Netflix. And then you wonder... Like, are there any other companies that are going to show an increase in engagement? And you start going like Lionsgate. Lionsgate's one of those guys, one of those movie companies, production, TV shows. They got content. Apple is starting to license other people's content. They haven't made the announcement yet, but they've started getting licensing deals in this place so they can show you friends, or maybe they could show you the Twilight movies. I never cared about the Twilight movies. Christian Stewart, I was too, I could I was old enough to be her daddy when that movie came out, and it, it just didn't interest me. But you're in lockdown for a couple weeks, and you're like, eh, weren't there four movies? I could probably kill a weekend with that. So is Lionsgate going to get the same engagement as a lesser-known player than a CBS or than a Netflix or than a Disney Plus? Disney had a, a wonderful situation happen when Disney Plus came out. Three months later, we're all locked down. Well, the downside for Disney is they also have theme parks and movie theaters that you, they want you to go to, right? So engagement's interesting. But also I saw an analyst yesterday, uh, I was reading a report, and he said, watch out for Netflix when the engagement comes off. There's no barriers to canceling your contract with any of these services, Makes companies like Comcast, who says, oh, you want a new, better internet plan? You have to sign a two-year contract and break it. We're going to take two months of your money. <laughs> You're like, that's not fair. But you get the idea. So engagement going in, winners that weren't there before, and what's it going to look like coming out? You're already starting to see some analysts say, take the momentum off the table. So Netflix, which has had an amazing two months, 
he's saying if we start going back to work, we're going to watch less of this and we're going to feel less comfortable paying for it. Eh. Is $9 the sticky point? I don't know. I've got some of the answers. I don't have all of the answers. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Um, Good friend of mine from television called me yesterday, and he's late 40s. He's gone through a rough divorce. They still hate each other. I'm like, you guys need to get over that. They still fight over money. Um, And he's probably got about 80,000 saved, late 40s. I'm like, okay, that's good. I was trying to give him some positives because he's like trying to like, how am I going to do this? Um, 80,000 would become 160,000 in his late fifties and that'll become 300,000 in his sixties. That's not nothing. It's not enough, but we started a constructive thought based on that. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing more. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com.